vain thing. Is it up? Okay. He said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Go ahead. He said, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against God, against the Lord, and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He said, but he that sits in the heavens, that's the part I want to take, shall laugh. He said, he that sits in the heavens shall laugh. Concerning those things you're going through right now, I know that you're going through a whole lot. Think about it. Why is it that in the midst of all this tumult, all the things that you're going through right now, he sits in the heavens. He's not panicking. He's laughing. And on Friday, I told you, it's either, it's because of two things. It's either of two things. It is either wickedness on his part. If you see somebody you are going through a loss, and instead of the person to be sympathetic with you, the person is laughing. You are losing this game and you are losing your mind. And the person is laughing. It's either the person is just wicked and insensitive to your plight, or the person knows you don't think. The person knows the end from this beginning. And the person knows that this story will not end like this. So he's laughing. Why would Jesus, in a ship that is sinking, be sleeping? And you don't know that this ship, this Nigeria ship you are in, you don't know if that sank. <laughs> this one is not sinking. <laughs> this one is, when you are saying it's sinking, it means oh, nothing. <laughs> oh. If they bring this out now, they say, you know, let's let that. I'm in the this Praise the Lord. I might not even hand over before I leave. <laughs> no, naturally, now I have an assistant pastor now. So don't you know he will be the next to <laughs> Or there are not people in Canada to preach to. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I mean, by that time, Pastor Jude will have opportunity to be preaching to you. I move. <laughs> That's how bad the situation is in the country. Now, why is it that in the midst of all this, he is sleeping? He's either a wicked person or there is something he knows. That's why from last week, we started talking about what is written of him. Now, I want you to hold on to that because this message we are preaching, it would help you in these times. It would absolutely help you in these times. People would help you. Okay. Let's start from Ephesians. Okay, I've read that. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 7. 
Okay. We have seen that. We have seen that. So let, let's get out of that. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 7. Are you there? Then said I, no. I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. And so from last week, we started talking about the fact that there is something written of you. There are volumes that are written of you. In the midst of the chaos, there are volumes written of you. There is a documentation concerning your life. So, you must stop panicking. From last week, we started telling you that this life that you are living has been documented and you are like an actor that is um, that is acting a, a written script. So, he said, it is written of me in the volumes of the book. It is documented of me in the volumes of the book. Jesus Christ knew that his life was not detected, was not determined by situations and circumstances, but, but was determined by the written word. You know the word of God says, when you pray, you do not get your praying for but, um, um, okay, let's turn to James chapter 4. See James chapter 4. Verse 1. Okay, look at this. He said, For where comes wars and fightings among you, come they not hence, even from your lust that were in your members. Just be fast, be fast. Okay, ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have, and then ye fight and war. And you have not because you ask not, right? Let's go ahead. And when you do ask, he said, He asks when you ask, you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. So, ask amiss means that you are asking not in line with the written word, with the documented word. Now, prayer is not sufficient, prayer is not enough. You can pray all night and all day and you are praying amiss. You are praying outside of the word of God. Now God is only concerned. God is only, uh, let me not use the word concerned. God is only obligated. His obligation is towards the fulfillment of his written word, his documented word. Not your emotions or your panic or your cries. So when you come to God and you are sentimental, you are fasting and you are praying and look at that, you, 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 you are passionate about it. Tell God, God, look at my life. Can't you see this? Can't you see this? I, I want to tell you something this morning. God's obligation is towards His written word. He's committed to the fulfillment of His word. So look at this. If you must pray, Please let this sink. If 
you must pray. You have to understand what is written of you and pray in line with what is written. Because if you do not pray in line with what is written, nothing happens. It's better you did not even pray at all. So that's why I said, if you must pray, if you must pray, and mind your prayers, make sure that your prayers are in line with what is written, what is documented. If it is not in line, you have prayed amiss, you have wasted your time praying. A man spends eight hours compassion, speaking, talking, pulling down the heavens, all that, all that, all that, and it is not in line with the will. And some other person spent five minutes speaking in line with what was written concerning him or what has been written concerning him. The man that spent five minutes will get results. That is why I don't concern myself with length of prayers. I could pray length. I concern myself with what has God written concerning me. So if I must pray, I must make sure that I pray in line. When we moved into this place, I started walking around and I, I stumbled into a church. I had time there is a church. It's just, I just heard somebody praying inside the church. And all I could hear was seven days. Seven days. Seven days. Ah. Seven days. So I, what's happening in seven days? He said, in seven days, you have to die. Die. Seven days. Die. I mean, you know, so all he was spending his time doing was to probably kill somebody in seven days. Now, I don't have a problem with killing somebody in seven days if that is what is documented. If that is what is written. But if not, a lot of all these prayers that we pray, all these fire prayers, whatever, it's a waste of time. Because you are not praying in line with what is written of you. If you understand what is written of you, you don't need to spend all the time praying. Just announce it to yourself. Hallelujah. Announce it to yourself. This is what God has said concerning me. This is what is written concerning me. What you should spend time doing is to challenge what you are going through with what God has written concerning you. I might not have a job today, but what is God's word concerning me? What has he written concerning me? I hold on to it. I announce it. I speak it all the time. And from nowhere, what happens is that the situation will have to change about what is written. What you are experiencing is not so much an issue. What is the problem? is what has been documented concerning you. And that's why I tell you, I said, I don't panic. Why don't I panic? Because I know what has been written concerning me. Bible said, heaven and earth might pass away. He said, but not one jot of his word concerning me, it must find expression. The only way to not find expression is when I do not understand it and I do not align with it.
understand and are aligned with what has been written concerning me, it will find expression. The written word is more powerful than your experience. The written word is more potent than your experience. How did we get here? By the written word. We have had nasty experiences and we are still having a lot of them. That don't even show that anything good will happen. Concerning Jesus, they looked at him and as a physical fact, they said, can anything good can we have, can if we, if we, if we squeeze him if we squeeze him and try to extract him, what they are saying is that nothing good can come out. We cannot even pick out anything good. He's a wayward. Can anything good come from, not just from him, they say, concerning where he's from. The entirety of where he's from. They can't, you know, have you seen the situation where they say that village is cursed? Everybody there is, you know, they'll say people from that extraction, they are no good. He said, can anything good? Why? Because the experience does not show anything good can come out. Praise the Lord. The world what is written concerning you is bigger than your experience. I don't know who I talked to this morning, but it will not end this way. It cannot end this way. Never. It will not end this way. There is a beautiful picture in line with what has been documented. And that is what must confession every day. It must be a confession all the time. What has God spoken concerning me? I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I am here. I am prosperous. Everything is working in line. Everything is working together for good. Hallelujah. Everything. Everything. You know, there's something amazing concerning the life of Jesus, you know, that, that I saw. We read that last week. In, in John chapter 19. In John chapter 19, um, take from 22. Now, look at, you see, in John chapter 19, verse 22, are you there? No. Go to 20 or 18, you know. Okay, go to, go to 20. Okay. Go to 18. Okay. Okay, go to 17. Yes. He said, and he bearing his cross went forth into a place called the place of score, of his score, which is in the Hebrew, Golgotha. He said, and two other with him on either side. And Jesus was in the midst of them. Go to uh, the next one. And Pilate, Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross. Please, let's follow this scripture. Put it on the cross. And the writing was Jesus of Nazareth. What 
is this Jesus of Nazareth? What was what did you write concerning him? That he's what? My but go back to uh go back to seventeen. I'm bearing his cross, went for it to a place called verse eighteen. See verse eighteen. Now look at the picture. He was crucified. Are you there? They crucified him. Look at the physical picture. Please, I want you to focus on this. The physical picture. The reality. The experience. What is apparent? What they were seeing was a crucified man with two people on his side. The two people on his side, where were they? Where were they? They were criminals. So, if looking past, you would see three criminals. Do you understand? As a physical fact, there were three criminals crucified. Do you understand? Three criminals.
where Jesus was crucified was near the city and it was written in Hebrew and Greek and Latin. If you don't understand Greek, you understand. If you don't understand Latin, you understand Hebrew. It was written in Latin language. God exercised. He emphasized what is written. God disregarded what the experience was. He didn't care about what the experience was. He put so much emphasis. I mean, it is a king. Come on. We need a crown. Let a crown be on his head. Getting a crown is difficult for God. I mean, let the crown on his head so that I can see we know he's a king. But God saw a crown. He walked past crown. He walked past the royal regalia. He walked past all the things that should make you king. But he did He will not think that Jesus has a fitting word. Can we continue a little bit? See that. Then faith is the path that of me. He said, Then said the chief priests of the Jews to Pilate, write not. You see, some of people understand the manipulation of the devil. some people. The devil's problem is change what is written. If we can change what is written, we will change the experience. The experience might not be okay now, but the devil knows that at the end of the day, when there is a contest between your experience and what is written, the first tragedy written will take over, will win. So the devil's concern, what is written, change it. Change it, change it, change it. Let's give him a bit of that thing, but let's take away the written. Continue. Can we read this together? Pilate answered, What I have written. As long as we cannot change what is written. I not have shoes. But the written word might say that I will be a producer of shoes. You know what the devil would do? The devil might give me 1,000 shoes now, pairs of shoes now, and change. But the wise man knows that what is written. I might not have the experience today. 
you might not see me in all of the glory and splendor today. But God has written concerning me. God has written things concerning me. God has written things concerning me. 2021 might be all shades of rough and all shades of disappointment. But there is something written over me. There is something written over me. This thing might not be making sense today. I said there is something written. Be patient a little bit with me. And just follow me through to 2022. You will see a manifestation. Maybe if you can wait till the month of August, you will see a manifestation. But if you conclude based on what you are seeing now. Now that's not even my problem. My problem is when may I not conclude on my own self based on my present experience. That's what Bible said. Though the beginning might be small. He said your latter end shall what? He didn't say increase. He said shall greatly increase. <laughs> oh. I attended the Hamad Valley University Zaria and it's cold. Zaria is about the second coldest place in Nigeria. Very cold. Very cold. And I can remember one, one I recall one, one December morning. One December morning, you know, it was very cold. We were trying to just survive. And there's this brother, Danjuma, that's his name, brother Danjuma. The only thing he had was a cup of gari. And he brought out that gari, put cold water. I mean, that's like suicide mission. He was one of our ministers. He put the gari inside and he started, he, you know, he survived by was taking it. One young man just walked past him and said, ah, pastor. He said, Pastor, cold Gary inside this cold. But the gentleman looked at him and said, Young man, come. He said, Look at me well. He said, Thank God you are seeing me soak the Gary today. He said, Because tomorrow. <laughs> he said, Tomorrow, when I will begin to eat chicken with double hand, he said, Now your mouth will speak it. That I'm doing it today is not, that's not the end of the story. There is a documented word. There is a written word. There is something that has been written concerning you. You will not stay unmarried. You will not stay childless. I don't know who I'm talking to. You will not continue trekking like this. Something that has been written, documented concerning you. That sickness will not bring you down. Why? Because something in the midst of that sickness. Something is written over your head. In the midst of the crucifixion, Pilate said, king. This is a contradiction. How do you call this man a king? This man that is struggling to survive. We know that this man is going to die in maybe an hour time or 30 minutes time. But he said, Despite the fact, he's the king. He's the king. He's the king. You know, this, 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 the present times we deal with packaging. They'll say, package yourself, package, oh, packaging is alright. How many of you know packaging is fine? Packaging is alright. But this morning I come to tell you that beyond packaging, there's a written word concerning you. It is more important 
what is more potent than packaging is what has been written concerning you. That is a written word. <laughs> there is a written word. This thing will not end like this. It's a written word. You might be on your cross right now and struggling for survival. There's somebody that is struggling. You don't even know how tomorrow will be. But I see beyond that suffering. I see what is written. Oh Lord, my God, my God, my God, my God. We see what is written. Now, when did it pass fast? They started to read. They started to read. How did they start this message? Write the vision. Write the vision. They, the Latin people started to read. And they were saying, ah, they, they were saying all the Latin things. In fact, the people came. They passed. They read it. And the great people came. You know, and the Jews now said, this is too much. Because this man might die. But you see this thing that they have written over him. He cannot die. Heaven and earth might pass away. Heaven and earth might pass away. If I pass away. What well, the word? What word? What is written concerning you? Oh, you know, I'm excited. I, you know. Now, let me tell you something. Some said there was a woman caught in the heart of adultery. Have you heard of that woman? She was caught right in the heart of adultery. And her punishment is death by stone. They have to stone her to death. And so the men all carried stone and they pursued her. They were all running after her. And they dragged her. That's the mistake they make. You know, they would always make a mistake. And instead of killing her gently, they now dragged her to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ did something fantastic. Bible said, and Jesus Christ started to what? Write. Jesus Christ started to write. And he started to write. There was a condemnation, a verdict against her. The judgment on her was death. She was going to die at any time. But the very moment Jesus Christ started to write, a shift. A shift took place. I don't know what exactly Jesus Christ was writing. But I'm sure that as he stood there to write, I'm sure he was deleting every ordinance of death against her. Every judgment of death against her. Every condemnation. Jesus Christ was cleaning it up. And when he was done, he took his time to start writing concerning her. You know, by nature, naturally, she had maybe like needs to leave. Jesus Christ wiped that off and started writing beautiful things. Maybe he added like 60 more years to her life. Are you getting it? He continued to write. Wrote prosperous things. Wrote. By the time he finished, he ended the last part of it and wrote discharge and acquitted. And he presented it to them. 
And he said, Let him that be without a seed cast the first stone. One by one, they dropped their stone and they walked away. What saved that woman was written? What saved that woman was what was written? As he wrote, every ordinance got him. That's why we told us that, that he has blotted. You see that scripture? He said he blotted out every ordinance. And all the things that are contrary to us. Bible said he took them away. And he nailed them to the cross. He nailed them to the cross. That's why I told you that the cross is not a place. My cross is not a place where Jesus, where I see Jesus bleeding. No, 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 no. Jesus is not a cross. He has a record. Jesus is not a I cannot have a cross. And Jesus is dead. Which one? Which Jesus is dead for the cross? The cross that I have does not have Jesus. Because he has resurrected. He is seated on, on the right hand of the Father. The cross that I have, Bible said, all the things that are contrary to me are led to the cross. That's the cross that I have. Okay. He said, blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us. Which was contrary to us, and took it out the way, out of the way, nailing it to the cross. I told us three things happened there. One, he took, he blotted out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us. Number two, took them out of the way. Then he now gathered them and nailed them to the cross. And so I live a life of victory in Christ Jesus. It might not look it today, but I'm walking out victorious. You might have done your judgment on me and said, this man is finished. But just watch. Just watch. Maybe by next Sunday. Maybe by next month. Maybe by 2022. You will see an emergence of a new me. Hallelujah. You might have knocked us out and said, I get out. They don't have a venue anymore. Just watch a little bit. You will see us emerge. Hear what I'm saying. I don't know what you are going through, but not the end. Why? Because you see a new thing that, has, that is written concerning you. Can we stand up on our feet and announce what has been written concerning us? The story will not end like this. I saw my son take a seat in the heavens. Let me show you something about sitting in the heavens. You know, this is happening. Oh, you know, when you stand, you know, there's something from that place that he sees. You are below. You are getting confused. You need to climb up and see. I was at Jesus Christ. Where did they write the thing? They wrote it. So you don't when you look up. Bible says you came after who? Jesus. <laughs> there are some things when you climb up and you, you start laughing. You start laughing. Because you know that. You might be sucking Gary, but you're laughing. <laughs> this thing will not end here.
like you see. God, no, 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 no. You know what I do in the place of prayer? I just watch it. I laugh. I laugh. And say that you know, God, why me now? Oh, the devil is doing this now, and whatever they will not say, you know, attack is on you, they have attacked you, they have me attacked me. <laughs> there is no attack on me. You know what is happening? What I'm going through now is what I was said is a present affliction. Let me run. Bible said, Your present affliction. Last but for what? A moment. It is that moment that is making you to be crying. Stop crying. Tell your neighbor, stop crying. Tell your neighbor, stop, stop crying. That's what stop crying. Stop crying. He said it was the what? An eternal weight of glory. The affliction is for a moment. For a moment. Is eternal. The affliction has a time frame, but the glory is eternal. So I want to warn you: don't laugh. If that's what I was saying. When you laugh at the righteous, he said, "Don't laugh at me when I fall." Just not about me when I fall. He said, "Why? I will rise again." <laughs> I will rise again. I will rise again. Why? There is a one concerning me. I will rise. I will rise. I will rise. You are laughing. Just for me, follow me a little bit. Soon enough, this breaking, as soon as I get to college junction or where? College, whatever. I will open my messages and enter. At that point, you will see you will.
concerning your life prevails. The word prevails. The word prevails. In the name of Jesus. Whatever God has written concerning you in the volumes of the book, I declare that the books are open. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed.